Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Uh, welcome back, everyone. This is Truth About Trucking Live, and I'm Alan Smith. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us this evening. We are live from Citrus Springs, Florida, about 90 miles north of Tampa. And today is still Tuesday, October 28, 2008. And this is where we discuss and welcome your calls and comments about anything related to the trucking industry. Our priority is helping students and new drivers to the industry and and working at raising the standards of the trucking industry in order to help all drivers the very best we can. Uh, we, we try to be a voice for those drivers who want a voice, and hopefully those companies and driving schools will hear us, and perhaps those things that need to be fixed will get fixed. Those circumstances that cause drivers to struggle to make ends meet, like cheap freight, abusing drivers and students, anything that we can do to make them take notice that without drivers, uh, they would have no business in the first place. Uh, and on the flip side of that coin, we point out the good side of trucking and, and those companies we feel are doing the best they can, as well as those truck driving schools that truly are doing their best to train and teach our new drivers so they will come out of school with the skill and knowledge they need in order to become a professional and safe driver. And I'll pull up the uh, chat here just in case, and I'll just say hello to everybody there. Uh, let's see if I can get this thing going here. Should be working. Well, it doesn't appear be going like it should be, but I'll work on that here as we go. Now, if you um, would like to join us this evening and be a guest on the show, you can call in at 347-826-9170, and we'll be glad to have you on and be a part of the show. Now, I want to quickly point out that here on Blog Talk Radio, you do not, you, you do not have to be logged on in any way to listen to the show. I mean, radio is still free. But there's been a little confusion on that part from some of our listeners. The, the only time you have to log into an account is if you want to create your own free personal account with Blog Talk Radio, and that allows you to join in on our chat room and also allows you the ability to call in free of charge and no long-distance phone call whatsoever. So if you're just wanting to participate as a listener of the show, you can do that for free, of course and without having to create a login name. And you listen, of course, just right over the Internet, not by your phone. Our number, 347-826-9170, is out of New York City. So if you're on the phone listening to our show with the sole purpose of only listening, then hang up. 
because you don't have to spend a long-distance phone call to listen to Truth About Trucking Live. Blog Talk Radio is totally free. And, of course, if you're calling in to talk, then naturally hang on the line, and I'll get to you ASAP. And, again, by creating a login username with Blog Talk Radio, you'll be able to call in free of charge, and as well as being able to participate in the chat room and posting comments, as well as being able to rate our shows and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, Truth About Trucking Live is our talk radio show, um, and we appreciate your calls and comments staying within the topic of the show. If you have any questions about our product reports or information from our website, truthabouttrucking.com, then just drop us an email at info at truthabouttrucking.com or call our office during normal business hours. And, and if we're out of the office at that time, just leave a message and, and we'll always return your call. I noticed I had about five or six messages on there, so I'm running a little bit behind, but uh, we'll be taking care of that. I'll probably be doing that tomorrow. So, Okay, so I hope I made sense with all that explanation. Um, tonight's show is entitled Free CDL Training, and this is a subject I, I get a lot of questions concerning. Is there such a thing as free CDL training, and does it really exist? And um, got a little thing popping up here. It looks like the chat is working tonight. Temporarily interrupted. Uh, there we go. Now it looks like um, looks like it's going now. Uh, let me try it here. Uh, there it is. Now we'll see if all these users are just the one same guy who keeps on getting here and throwing these messages on here for some reason. If so, we'll be shutting that down again. But I'll leave it up here for a little bit. Now, is there such a thing as free CDL training? I mean, does it really exist? Uh, a lot of drivers and a lot of people will, um, will tell you that there's no such thing as free CDL training. And you may have seen some comments and such like, like that one all over the net, you know, during your searches. But but what is the truth? Can you can you really get your CDL training free of charge? Um, well, this is a very technical question, which requires a very technical answer. And the bottom line answer is: Are you ready? Yes, and no, and maybe. Now, how's that for an answer? Yes, no, and maybe. I told you this is going to be a long and technical answer, but, but hang in there with me because together we're going to make sense out of this answer. Um, in the, when the company schools talk about free training, what are they really talking about? Generally, training will consist of three phases. Uh, phase one is the classroom and field training, which normally takes about three to four weeks. Now, keep in mind as I go through all this, there will always be variations based on the individual company policies and all that. But uh, you'll take a uh, DOT physical, uh, drug screen, and, and begin your classroom study for the CDL learner's permit, uh, basically the written test. And once you've successfully completed the written test, 
Uh, you normally spend the remainder of the three or four weeks split between the classroom and the uh, outdoor driving range. Now, usually your day starts out in the classroom, uh, learning all the DOT rules and regulations, as well as learning about the log books and how to read maps and, and this sort of thing. And you'll also learn about the equipment and the paperwork uh, that's required by a CDL truck driver. And the remainder of the day, uh, you'll be outdoors on the driving range, uh, learning how to maneuver the tractor trailer. And they should help you develop skills necessary to make sure that you are a safe and competent truck driver. And you'll receive hands-on classroom and field training by industry certified trainers. Now, once you've completed the three-week uh, CDL, three or four-week, uh, CDL training course, uh, then you'll take the road test in order to um, receive your CDL license. And uh, let me check out this chat here. Looks like this same guy is doing his thing. <laughs> All right, we'll get rid of that. But let's. Um, I've got one caller here on the line already. I'm barely getting started here. Uh, I've got a new system here. I'm going to try. Let me pull up my little area code here, and uh, we'll see what's going on there. We'll get this caller on the air so he doesn't have to hold on for long. Uh, caller from North Carolina, area code 704. You're on the air. Go ahead. Alan. Hello. How are you? Fine, Alan. Uh, question. Uh, I have dial-up. Uh, uh -huh. I'm, I'm on your page. I have dial-up. I'm, you know, I've got the turtle internet, <laughs> so I'm kind of okay. Dumb. And I'm, I'm clicking on. Uh, I've got your uh, Truth About Trucking Live page on my computer, uh, and I'm, I'm clicking for click to listen, and it, and it gives me the tone something radio, uh, the, the lady's voice, uh, and then I don't hear anything else. Um, I can't hear you on uh, – I can hear you on the phone, but I can't hear you mm -hmm. uh, on the page that I'm on. Um, is there mm -hmm. Well, uh, I mean, I clicked – uh, it, said, uh, it said Aubrey Allen Smith, click to listen. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so I click on, and then I get a tone uh, that comes up. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm, I won't take up all your time. Lost something hope radio and, and it comes up but I, I can't hear you. Any suggestions? Are you are you on the name of the show Free CDL Training? Uh, it, it says on live now. Forty eight minutes remaining. Uh, Free CDL Training. Yes. Mm -hmm. With the uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no, you should be hearing it because we're live right now. Uh, there should. I uh, haven't looked at it in a while, but there should just be a, a, a button that says, uh, you know, listen now. And um, you, sh you should be hearing us. <laughs> okay, well, I'll click again. Uh, I can't I, hear it unless I'm on the phone. And I had that trouble uh, last week with you, too, the same trouble, and I couldn't pick it up until your show was over. And then I was able to, and then I was able to pick it up. Um, oh, really? Yeah. No, anyway, I've never... I've never 
I've never heard that before. No, there should just be a, uh, I don't know if it's flashing or not, but there should just be a little button there that says listen live, and uh, it should be going. It says click to listen live. And so, mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I'll keep trying. I won't hold up your time. I know this. a lot of people's out there listening and want a lot of questions. So uh, keep it up, Alan, and we listen to you every week. And, uh, um, you know, I've got some questions uh, I'd like to ask later on. But um, uh, we appreciate what you're doing, and uh, as soon as I get things rolling here, I'm going to pick up your CD. So get a little bit more money. Okay. Oh, well, that's okay. We'll just, um, yeah, just give it a little time. Maybe it's a stream, you know, since your dial-up. But uh, it, it, all you have to do is just click that listen button, and, and you should be hearing us. Well, it's not happening, and, and uh, this is the second time I've tried it. But uh, is there is there other possible way that that uh, that you would uh, that you could uh, help when you're working online, maybe to help out, see if we could get this thing right, or is there? Or just something I need to keep trying until I can find a way to get get a hold of you. Uh, uh, well, I'll contact the Blog Talk and you know tell them the uh, tell them the problem and you know get with their support and maybe they can give me an answer or something. Okay, thank you much, Alan. I do appreciate it. Okay, thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, you too. You too. Bye. Okay, no, that should just click that listen button and should be able to hear us just fine. So, so once you've completed this three or four week uh, CDL training course here at the beginning on phase one, then you'll be ready to take the road test to uh, get your CDL license. Now, the outdoor driving range uh, will include teaching you uh, several things, mainly how to uh, start the truck. And shift the gears, of course, and straight backing and blind backing. Uh, it'll teach you how to parallel park and how to back into a dock and uh, how to, to uh, negotiate the turns correctly and, of course, your pre-trip inspection and um, safety procedures and defensive driving and just general range driving. And um, so once you complete this, uh, here in the phase one, like I said, you'll be ready to take your road test to get your CDL. And uh, once you get your CDL, uh, then that's when you begin phase two, which is uh, the orientation. You can't go to orientation at a trucking company if you don't have your CDL, so that's why, of course, they make you get your CDL first. So now you're in your orientation, and this is pretty simple. It's it's usually uh, usually a three-day orientation to uh, acquaint yourself with all the company policies and procedures and things like that and some more of the paperwork and what they expect of, expect you to do. And then phase three normally consists of the uh, over-the-road, the on-the-job paid truck driving CDL training. And uh, you'll be assigned to a driver trainer, and you'll be on the road with your instructor for a period of um, – well, anywhere from uh, four, four to six weeks, again, depending on the company. And this is usually with pay. And uh, you'll spend these uh, four, five, six weeks on the road with your personal trainer, learning and developing the skills and the knowledge that's uh, necessary to become a, a professional truck driver. And uh, at the end of this uh, completion of the Phase 3, 
you will have uh, basically completed the training program and uh, you'll be ready to begin your new career as a professional truck driver. Now the uh, training pay, and this can really vary from company to company, so this is just an, an average norm, but uh, usually about the first four, four weeks or so uh, on the road. Now this is after after you head out and um, you know you're actually in your truck and you're going. Uh, the first uh, four or five weeks or so are usually going to be around 450 a week, and uh, the next five, six, seven weeks or so on the road, uh, they'll bump you up to 500 a week. That's that's average of the norm. And again, it, you know, it all depends on the company, but um, you may sit at $500 a week for several months. Uh, they may give you small increments as you go along, but too many company policies out there, so I'm just kind of sticking to the average. Now the um, the cost for this company school training uh, can be anywhere from two thousand to four thousand, even more. I mean, there's such a variance out there. Uh, but generally speaking, um, the average, you know, is thirty-five to forty-five hundred. So, so if the cost is two thousand to four thousand dollars, you may be asking yourself, well, where does the free come in? Well, what they will do is offer this training with no credit check or credit requirements of any kind, no co-signers, uh, no upfront fees at all, uh, maybe a small administration fee like $150 or something like to take care of payroll for those uh, who have to process the paperwork and things like that. So where does the free come in? Well, either two things will happen, generally speaking. Uh, one, you'll be able to get your training by not having to put up any upfront tuition cost, zero dollars, nothing out of pocket. But the cost of training will then be set up on a payroll deduction plan, and it can be anywhere from 35 to 75 bucks per week, depending on the total cost. And this is normally referred to as a um, company-sponsored tuition program. Now, is it a bad plan? Uh, no, not really. It depends on how just depends on how you look at it. I mean, it helps those who just don't have the upfront money it takes for training, and uh, it gets you in a job so you can start making an income. And it, it's a plan that helps those uh, people get their foot in the door to start their driving careers. Uh, so when you look at it at that point, I mean, either they're not really that bad of a plan, but it's it's just really not free. So that's what you have to be aware of. It's not free. These are usually done by uh, uh, by the by some of the truck driving schools out there. Now the uh, second thing that could happen is what's called a uh, company-sponsored CDL training program. Now this is a program where a trucking company agrees to cover your upfront tuition cost and you won't have to put up any money at all. Uh, again, there'll be no credit check and all that good stuff. And the company agrees to cover your entire cost of training. So is this considered free CDL training? I mean, it sounds like it. You don't have to put up any money. The company picks up the entire cost, nothing out of your pocket. But here's the catch. 
uh, if you want to call it a catch, uh, in order to utilize this program, you have to agree to drive for that company and that company only for usually a total of one year. And they will pay for your entire training, but you have to drive for them for at least a year. Now, you may be thinking, well, it's still free. I mean, you didn't have to pay for anything. You got a job. You're all set. But this is where you have to really consider what the word free really means. And the way you do that is how. You have to look at what your starting pay with that company is going to be and what really your pay for the entire year you're with them is going to be. Now, on the, on the low end of the scale, the average cents per mile pay for an over-the-road driver probably falls somewhere around the 36 cents mark. Uh, the the over-the-road driver averages 100,000 miles per year. So at 36 cents per mile, that equals a gross yearly pay of 36,000. Now, by the company picking up your training cost, uh, they very well, more than likely, will start you out as a new driver, just beginning your experience at something like 27 cents per mile. Now, this will bring you 27,000 for your first year of gross. Now, that's $9,000 per year gross less than what the average over-the-road driver is earning. So really, your training just costs you $9,000. Now, I know I'm going to get those emails saying, you know, boy, Alan, you're really nitpicking here. But, but I don't believe I am. I mean, th this is how I look at this type of situation. Now, I'm going to take it one step further, and this will give you an insight of how my brain works here. Uh, what about the uh, before plan where they take it out by payroll deductions, the one I spoke about earlier? Let's say the total cost of your training was $4,000. And under that plan, you're placed with a company that starts you out at 27 cents per mile, and you get 100,000 miles your first year. Now, you've earned $9,000 less than the average over-the-road driver. Plus, they took out the $4,000 during that first year. So really, your $4,000 training just cost you $13,000. I mean, in the real world, it did. It cost you $13,000. Now, I understand that as a new, inexperienced driver just breaking into the industry, you may look at it like, well, yeah, technically, technically speaking, what you're saying is true, but, uh, but without the company or whatever providing these kind of plans for uh, you know, you new, new drivers coming in, there would be no other way that you could get started in trucking. And that's an excellent and viable point. Newcomers to trucking, especially nowadays, simply have to pay their dues. And if they can financially last a year by doing so. So on that point, you're right. Now, again, am I saying these two plans are bad? No, not at all. They do, however, take advantage of your newness to the industry, in my opinion. Uh, if the average over-the-road driver earns 36 cents per mile at 100,000 miles per year, 
or they can pay you as a newbie 27 cents per mile for those same 100,000 miles, they've just saved the company $9,000 in outgoing payroll for the year. Now, you multiply that by 100 new drivers, and that's $900,000 saved in outgoing payroll while still getting the freight moved for the year. And again, it just depends on how you look at it. That's how I look at it. But again, these plans do offer a way for people that just don't have the money or the financing for the school to get the training they need with no upfront money. So again, it really look, it just depends on how you look at things. Uh, now, I understand the concept of business. A business is in business to make money, not to provide us with a job. It just happens to be that the particular type of business needs employees in order to operate. But the, um, the reason the business is in business is to make money. I understand that. And I also understand that these plans provide the way and means for a newcomer who wants to be a trucker to break into the industry. Uh, however, you, um, you could be faced with two very large obstacles. One, the company you've uh, agreed to drive for for the entire year keeps you at a low cents per mile pay that makes that first year financially tough on you and your family if you have one. And two, the company turns out to be so bad that you just can't bear staying with them for the year and you're forced to quit. And then the interest rate on your training tuition just goes through the roof. Uh, but let's be fair. The company could turn out treating you fairly, and that first year turn out to be okay. So how do you know? How can you be sure that everything will work out for you during that first year you agreed to? Uh, well, you can't. I've, I've said it a million times with over-the-road trucking, you just can't be 100% positive as to what's going to happen. And again, are these two programs bad ones? No. Again, not at all. They provide a way and means for those who can't afford or have the money for training to get started in what they want to do, which is trucking. I'm only pointing out that the word free that you might see in some of the ads and everything in these cases do not really mean free. So that, that's all I'm saying. Um, so now, what about free CDL training? Is there such a thing? Now, this is where my answer of yes and maybe comes into play. There really is such a thing as free CDL training, and I'm talking about real free CDL training. The problem is not everyone can receive it. So what am I talking about here? If you qualify, you can receive government grants through various schools that offer truck driver training. And being a government grant, you don't ever have to pay it back. It's a grant. That's what grants are for. The problem is that so many people don't even realize that um, these types of grants exist. And therefore, very few ever take advantage of this free uh, grant program. And I'm even going to give you the website and instructions on, one, where to find a school in your area or as close as possible, and two, how you can make 
contact to find out about the grant program, ultimately uh, free CDL training. So hang with me there. See, the uh, Department of Labor's Employment and Training Administration, the ETA, funds job training programs to improve the uh, employment prospects of adults, uh, youth, and, and dislocated workers. Now, these programs are delivered primarily by states through what's known as the one-stop career center system. And training programs can vary from state to state depending on the skills that's needed to uh, compete for jobs in the local areas. But all programs are aimed at boosting workers' uh, employability and earnings. So the, the ETA funds training programs that teach job skills and uh, provide job placement services for adults who are at least 18 years of age. And again, the programs are administered locally by the one-stop career centers. And the types of training offered by a local training center can vary depending on the job opportunities in the community and things like this. So um, to help locate training programs in your area, the easiest way is to call the one-stop career center in your state, or you can call their toll-free number at uh, 1-877-889-5267. Now, you can go to their website and search for a school in your area and then contact that school directly and ask if they have grant money available for their truck driver training program. And their website is careeronestop.org. Now, follow me here because I'm, I'm going to tell you what to do once, you, once you're on that site. And don't worry if you don't get it all now because every Truth About Trucking Live broadcast goes directly into our archives, so it's there for, every, for you to go back and listen to, okay? So once you're on uh, careeronestop.org's site, uh, click on where it says um, it will have the words education plus training. Uh, then you'll see the word find. And under that word, under the word find, click on colleges and training. And then click on the words education and training finder. Now this is going to take you to a search page and you're placing the little dot in the little circle beside the word occupation. Now that little dot will probably already be there, uh, already be there in that little circle, So, but if it's not, just put it in there beside the word occupation. Now under that, you'll see the keyword box. So in the keyword box, you need to type in truck driving and then you're going to see some words pop up right there on the same page. And you want to highlight the term truck drivers, heavy, and tractor trailer. Then just pick your state from the drop-down menu and click Continue. Now this will show you the names of schools for truck driver training, which in a lot of cases have grant money available. 
you can um, contact the school directly to see if grant money is available, which in most cases it is. But being the federal government, uh, there will be a lot of paperwork and all the red tape. But for those who know about it, billions of dollars in grants are distributed every year with the large majority of the population uh, never even realizing it. Now, what kind of grants should you be looking for? Of course, the most recognized grant is the Pell Grant, and uh, there are also state grants, and there's grants for low income and the disadvantaged. There are grants for military students and their families, all kinds of grants. Uh, if you really want free CDL training, it really does exist, but only through a school that offers and has grant money available. And here's the thing. They want to give this money away. It's there for the taking as long as you qualify. Now, you may be thinking, okay, Alan, prove it. Give me an example. Okay, I'll be glad to. That's why Truth About Trucking is here. I happen to know for a fact that a driving school in Columbia, Tennessee, currently has free grant money to give away right now for truck driver training. Now, the way, the, the way grants work is you have to be a resident of that area in order to be eligible for the grant. So this is just an example that there really is such a thing as free CDL training. But I want you to see for yourself, if you like. You can go to uh, a web, their website, superiordriversinstitute.com, and uh, this is what you're going to read. And I quote, financing available. Our finance and admissions coordinators will provide you with resources and assist you in making arrangements for a loan to pay for our program tuition. Most schools will do that. But it continues. For those who qualify, presently there is grant money available for residents of seven local counties. These grants do not have to be paid back. Well, they don't have to be paid back because they are government grants, money allocated by the U.S. government to this school and many others just like them, ready to be uh, distributed out to those who meet the requirements. So free CDL training. Uh, it's real. It does exist, but only through schools with grant money available. Uh, so just go to careeronestop.org and follow the instructions I've given for doing the search for your area and go from there. Uh, is it a long process? It can be. But it could happen fairly quickly also. It just depends on, um, and on how you qualify and what position you're in. And, but sometimes it can go through pretty quick, only within a matter of weeks. Uh, so if you want free CDL training, there, there really is such a thing. Uh, now, you have to decide if the time and effort is something that you want to pursue. Um, these grants are especially noted for what I referred to uh, earlier as dislocated workers. If your vocation is one that has felt the, the blow of the current financial crisis, and you find yourself out of work from what was your livelihood and can't find another job like it, 
then you're an excellent candidate for a government grant uh, where you can receive the money needed in order to train towards another vocation, uh, in this case, which would be truck driving. So just check out careeronestop.org and look up superiordriversinstitute.com where you can actually see where a school is advertising that they do have grant money available. Free CDL training really does exist, but only through a grant program. Any other such claim, you'll be paying uh, back the free training one way or the other. But again, the other examples I've mentioned do provide a way for someone to get their training without having to come up with the cash, which is helpful, but, but don't think it's free because it's not. But are they bad programs? No, not at all. They, they, they do help as long as uh, you don't get stuck with a company that's, um, that's really rough on you financially for the whole year that you have to drive for them. Now, uh, just last September, a school in Weatherford, Texas, that's operated through the college there, uh, Weatherford College, received grant money of $692,852 to be exact, uh, grant money to be given to students to learn truck driver training. Uh, but again, a lot of people don't know this. They don't, they don't know these grants are available for things like this. Now, officials from the Texas Workforce Commission presented Weatherford College administrators a check for $695,852 at the college. And the check represents a self-sufficiency grant that will enable Weatherford College to train 175 truck driving students between now and June 30th of uh, 2009 at the, at the uh, college's education center in Mineral Wells, Texas. So Weatherford College's uh, Workforce and Continuing Education Division will administer the grant and provide the training. And in order to meet the goal of the funding, Weatherford College uh, has partnered with um, Texas CES Incorporated, uh, Shell Tank Line, and uh, I believe it was USA Truck. So they partnered with these trucking companies in order to be able to um, provide them with a job when they got done with the training and so they can get this grant money out there. And uh, the partnering, uh, partnering uh, businesses will provide practical settings for instruction as well as consider participants for employment and or wage or benefit increases due to the uh, upgrading of skills. So in, uh, in presenting the check to the college, the uh, commission chairman, uh, Tom Parkin, uh, praised the ability of the college to provide what the community workforce needs. Uh, he said he was a big believer in community colleges, and through this grant, working with the college, uh, students will be able to get a, a skill that can translate to a real living. And uh, the importance of the skills development and self-sufficiency, he said, is exemplified through this initiative and Weatherford College students will gain employable skills and their working force will thrive and their community will benefit as a whole. And that's the entire purpose of these grants, to develop 
and bring about employable skills to the working force. So next time you hear someone say that there's no such thing as free CDL training, uh, well, now you'll, you'll know that there really is such a thing, but only through a grant program. Uh, this, is, that, this is the only way to receive real, honest, free training for your CDL license. So I hope you check out those websites and uh, One Stop Career Center, and uh, you'll, you'll see what I'm saying. And so there you have it. Free CDL training does exist. So I hope you check it out, and I hope you work for it. Like I said, it takes um, – being government, you know, it takes, uh, takes red tape you've got to go through, but it, but it would be worth it, wouldn't it? You get free money to go to your CDL training. Um, you can even call – Call any school and uh, just ask them, do they have grant money available? Uh, a lot of them do, but it's just not advertised, and a lot of people don't know it, so I hope that works out for you. I uh, still have a little bit of time left here. I just got this uh, printed out. I've gotten, I've gotten several emails lately about um, the DACRA report. We'll change subjects here a little bit. On the DAC report, people having a problem with their DAC report and such. So uh, I want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, I had written uh, an article about DAC report before, but um, a lot of drivers uh, will fall fall prey to this DAC report. And um, as uh, some of you may know, the, the DAC report is to the truck driver as the credit report is to the consumer. And um, very important, you have to take care of your uh, driving record and even when you're not even in the truck, when you're in your personal vehicle. And um, even though the agency is regulated by the Fair Credit, uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act, it's widely known that uh, trucking companies will abuse this tool by reporting uh, unfair uh, information about their drivers on it, which can really hurt them, as a lot of you are finding out. And once an item has been placed on uh, the DAC report, it, it almost takes an act of Congress to have it removed. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. It's really, really tough to get it off of there. In fact, it's, it's, it's nearly impossible. Um, the DAC report consists of two parts. Uh, the first part is your MVR report from your home state, and the second is your work history. And the company overseeing this report is USIS Commercial Services based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And subject to the FACT Act uh, file disclosure, uh, a driver is entitled, you can receive a free copy of your DAC report once every 12 months. And you can receive additional copies, uh, but at a cost of $9.50. And to receive a copy of your DAC, you must do so uh, by a written request. Include a copy of your Social Security card and driver's license. And it normally takes 10 days to two weeks to receive the report. And uh, if, you're, if the report does have fraudulent information, you have to follow the instructions for resolution. And uh, also keep in mind that even if you're successful in having the item removed from your DAC report, you're still required to report the information, if it's accurate, to uh, any other uh, 
potential employers that you're applying to. Um, let's grab a hit of this little caller here. It just popped up on my screen here. We've got a caller from area code 231. Uh, go ahead. Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm, I just signed in, and uh, I saw the, saw the uh, email about the free CDL training and was interested in that. Okay. Oh, you're just listening? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, you can just listen through your Internet. You don't have to listen over the phone. It's a long-distance call to New York City. So um, if, you, if you're just on the page, just click, click on the name of the show, and there should be a button that says click to listen, and you can listen right over the Internet. Okay. Okay? Yes, sir. Save your phone call. All right. Thanks. Yes. So, um, so let's see, where was I? So, um, so if you do find that it has, you know, information that's not correct and you go through the dispute resolution and you do get it off, uh, if it, uh, if it did turn out to be something that was correct or, um, you would still have to require to report the information. Uh, but again, it's like an act of Congress. It's, it's pretty. Once it gets on there, it's, it's it's pretty tough. If you get a ticket or something, the best time to do something with that is uh, right then and there when you get the ticket, because most states have a program that you can do, and a lot of times you can just do it right online, where you can just take like a little school, do it right online and uh, pass it, just go through the whole little course that they want you to take. And then uh, if you do it online, you can just print out um, that you've completed the course and take that down to the DMV office or wherever they tell you to take it and show them that you've completed the course. And those tickets won't go on your NVR record, but it has to be done right then and there when you get the ticket don't you know you can't wait till it's already been reported to the mvr or to your dac but most states will do that uh i remember um oh it's been about several years ago i got a uh ticket police officer sitting right there and i i must have been blind because i just didn't see him so i just kind of made a jackrabbit stop at a stop sign and kind of went right through it so i got a ticket but in the state of Florida, and I think most states have it, uh, offered a, a little driving course, and I just took it right online. It took me like two days to kind of go. You, they require you to go so long. And then I completed it and printed out the completion uh, right off the computer, took it back down there, and uh, no ticket was ever put on my MVR. So, but if you wait too long after you've got your ticket, it's, it's a little too late. It's already on, on your MVR. Uh, being a CDL driver is probably on your DAC. So the time to take care of that is when you get the uh, ticket right then and there. Ask them, find out real quick, you know, is there a course you can take that would prevent those violations from being reported to your MVR and ultimately your DAC. Um, so, um, for example, if, if, a, if a former employer places an accident on your DAC report, which is true, but you're still able to get it removed, you, uh, you must still report the accident on future employment applications due to federal law. So 
just make sure you understand that so you don't get caught on falsifying uh, CD, uh, commercial app, uh, job application. Now you can contact this company that oversees this uh, DAC report uh, at this address. They're called USIS Commercial Services Division and their address is 4500 South 129th East Avenue Suite 200 and that's Tulsa, Oklahoma 74134 and their toll-free number if you just want to call them is 1-800-381-0645 and again you uh, you are entitled for a free copy of your DAC report one free copy copy uh, for every 12 months for, for one year. If you want any more, like I said earlier, you can receive those, uh, an additional copy, but it's going to cost you uh, $9.50 each. And the uh, the DAC report will normally uh, keep the information on it for 10 years. Now, after seven years, uh, items like accidents and rehire eligibility and work history will be removed. And uh, also, if the company that you're driving for closes down, uh, these items are supposed to be removed automatically. So uh, some companies are shutting down, have shut down. So keep that in mind. You want to follow up on your DAC report and make sure that's taken care of. And simply calling the trucking company and requesting that the item be removed normally is not going to work. Uh, this type of request is just simply ignored by the companies. I mean, they, they don't care anymore. You're not there. And um, like I said earlier, it, it's, it's nearly impossible to get items removed from your DAC report. Uh, some drivers have done it, but it, it's pretty tough. And if all else fails, you can always consider uh, contacting a transportation attorney and have them handle the situation. But this could be very costly, too. But maybe not as costly as losing your livelihood. So that's just something that you would have to consider and, and think about. And uh, like I said, there have been drivers who have successfully, successfully uh, have had items removed from their DAC report, but it, it was a long, hard battle. And so obviously the, the best way to keep your DAC report clean is to always leave a company on good terms, always give them the two weeks' notice, uh, return the equipment to the right place, clean and in good order. And, and by operating at a, a professional level and watching your driving um, in the truck and in your personal vehicle, uh, you won't be given, you'll be giving the company no excuses for improper reporting, so your DAC report won't come back and uh, bite you one of those days. So i um, got a quick call here. Uh, Nine minutes left in the show. Evangelist, uh, hello, you're on, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah, tell me something. And I'm not trying, I'm an industrial plumber, but, you know, as, as times are, are kind of tough, some our company and stuff is laying off people. So in, in, in trucking, is it still like it used to be when I had a brother-in-law at trucking, and he, he did very well in trucking, or is it is it that hard nowadays even more so? Um, what, just to do well in trucking? Yes, sir. Is I that mean, your question? I, mean, I, heard, I heard independent trucking is just 
almost a, a nightmare because of gasoline and I mean fuel costs and the insurance. But if you work for another individual, another company or whatever, uh, and you decided to make a career change, is that a is that feasibly financially possible or would it? Yeah. Day and time? Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah, you can still make a good living at trucking. I mean, obviously, the uh, high cost of fuel, you know, has hurt a lot of independent drivers, and uh, uh, owner-operators have been, you know, dropping quite a bit, you know, through the past several years. But when that gas, when that diesel price really went up, uh, it, it hurt, you know, uh, you know, thousands of them. You know, I don't know the quite number, but a lot of them went out of business, and a lot of, uh, you know, smaller companies went out of business. But the you know, the diesel, the price is coming back down like I had mentioned that I thought it would, you know, two or three months ago. But it's still kind of high and tough. And uh, But there's still, again, owner-operators that are still doing well that understand the business sense. But it doesn't affect the company driver that bad. So uh, there's still, they're still good opportunities in trucking. The key is just finding the right company. Yes, sir. What, I mean, if you could, what would you say would be the – if you're beginning, if I say you wanted to go for the CDL and you wanted to change careers, what would be a good company mm-hmm. to do that? I'm sorry, I'm at the very end of your show, but oh, that's okay. Um, well, the um, a lot of a lot of companies will will you know will have their training. Uh, Snyder Snyder's uh, you know they're they're kind of pretty well known for uh, having a good school, but I don't know if they're accepting any students anymore. I think they've kind of close that down at least until January 1st. Um, so, you know, that's, that's one, uh, you know, option you can look at and then just check and just check the ads and see the, the companies that offer students and student training and that kind of thing. Cause so, cause most of the, most of the major carriers, you know, some of them do that. And that's, that's one thing I had talked about in the show that by offering that training, that does give a person, you know, a, a, a foot in the door, so to speak. Correct. Okay, well, I appreciate it. I mean, I'm still listening. Keep on with the show. I had to call in to listen to you, brother. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Uh, so, anyway, that's a little bit about that because I wanted to touch on that a little bit. So, anyway, as time runs out, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Truth About Trucking Live and, and will join us again this coming Saturday, November 1st, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we provide some trucking news that may be of interest to you, as well as moving into an arena I normally stay away from, and that's politics. But with the upcoming election being such an important one, we'll be diving into politics for a change as part of the show. And it'll probably be a little tense and controversial at times, but it will only be my point of view, and you can take it for what it's worth. So I hope you'll join me Saturday, November 1st, 3 p.m. for the next broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live right here on Blog Talk Radio. So until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening.
Thank you. 